Hello and welcome to Easy Operations, episode 28. My name is Ron, and I'm joined as usual by James. Yo, yo, yo. And the one and only Mondo. Yo, yo, yo. Guys, you've been changing up the uh, intro music. I am one of the listeners of the show. And uh, James, take us behind the scenes here. What happened with our original theme song? Just like to mix it up or what? Uh, a little bit. Uh, Face, Our friend of show, Face Hugger, is coming out with some new content. So I uh, just wanted to spread some of uh, his music. Ah, okay. Okay. Well, sounds good. Well, what have you guys been up to? Well, I just got back from the doctor today. So my health is uh, looking really, really good. And um, yeah, uh, besides that, I uh, went with the movies with you bros over the weekend. So we'll get to that later. But that's just me in a nutshell right now. Yeah, same here. Not much. Uh, just watched the movies with you guys uh, at some events over the weekend. But other than that, uh, nothing nothing too crazy. Well, our hearts go out to the uh, people in uh, Las Vegas. A crazy day uh, and crazy year, I guess, uh, in general. But uh, anyway, uh, not much for me as well. I had a low-key weekend. Um, but, but let's get right into it because we did all go to the movies. And this was our opportunity for James and myself to see it for the first time. Mondo, this was your second watching and uh, let me just give my background on this, in which I was aware of that show when it was a miniseries, I should say, and when it first came out, but I never saw it. It was very scary, um, and I was, you know, much younger, so I skipped it, didn't read the book, and I really like this movie. It's what I suspected that it would be, which is imagine Stranger Things, but with a very violent sort of scenes, and uh, you have some scariness to it, and uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. And, uh, you know, just a, a good movie. It definitely adds to this clowns as a creepy thing, uh, thing that we have. And I, I got to think that's what caused it first in our society, because now I just cannot unsee clowns and not see them be as scary. You know what I mean? Like, there's just you were okay no with way clowns can... before. What? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, and it's like Ronald like... McDonald. You had Bozo the Clown and. And they were like cute things, but after that, man, forget it. Dude, they're, sp- they're they're not cute. Spreading around diabetes. I know what you're doing, Ronald McDonald. I ain't no fool. <laughs> I agree with you. Well, James, what did you think? Of this uh, I loved it quite a lot. Basically, hit on all those '80s nostalgia. Very Goonies esque with the kids as the main characters going on a little venture, and it had a lot of heart with it. So basically, you know, a lot of good chemistry. The kids were great. That was probably the best thing about it. It just happens to be. An adventure that happens to have a deadly clown haunting the city. Um, But I highly enjoyed it. It seems like they... I'm not sure if they did it intentionally, but they didn't do the full story um, for anyone that has seen the original. Um, Spoiler alert. I I guess you could say. Let's just say this. It focused mainly on the kids in this particular movie, which is good in the sense that you get more development with the kids themselves and you grow to uh, like them as characters. And they were all great in it. And uh, for people that are pretty sensitive to violence towards kids, I would definitely not recommend it. It, This is probably the most shocking part of it. It's It's very gory and especially towards children, which is something you normally don't see too much of in uh, horror movies nowadays, but highly recommended. Mondo, did you pick up anything having seen this for the second time? No, it was great overall. Um, you know, the uh, cool jokes. Uh, I did realize one thing. Man, these these kids, man, they, they really love hugging each other. You know, they're really close friends. Uh, just a little bit of a spoiler from the uh, book and the movie. A little disappointed I didn't get to see the uh, adolescent orgy. 
But, you know, you got to keep some things, some things away from the uh, big screen there, especially a thing like that. So, uh, hey, besides that, movie was awesome. <laughs> well, I, I think the, uh, the way they handled the ending is a little bit better than, uh, than how it turned out in the book. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'll just, uh, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. I think it was a, a nicer way to do it, far more palatable for most people. Um, but overall, this was a good movie. And anything else you guys want to say about this? You'll flow too when you see this movie. <laughs> all right. And uh, all right. Next up was uh, I got a chance to see this movie on Netflix. It's a documentary called Gaga Five Foot Two. And I want to preface this by saying that I am not a Lady Gaga fan. I find her music to be catchy, but I don't like buy her albums or whatever. But, but just- my girlfriend wanted to. Well, yeah, I've heard songs, and they're catchy. Um, But my girlfriend wanted to watch this documentary, and it's kind of interesting. Um, The time period that this covers is uh, she having been broken up with her fiancé, and her getting prepared up until the period before the Super Bowl performance, the halftime show, and the release of this latest album. And it's a really interesting perspective of... Her reaching a point in her life where she feels like, I don't need to rely on all the gimmicks that once defined me. All the crazy outfits and the the costumes. And it's just kind of her having more confidence in herself to just put herself out there to let the music speak for itself. And like that she doesn't need to hide behind these costumes. And uh, So it's a coming it's of age story, basically. I guess, I guess so. And, and it's starting out. It starts out slow, and there's not a lot of narrative to it. She's just you're just kind of along for the ride, um, and it ends up being very interesting towards the end. So, uh, something to think about if you're interested in like music documentaries and and how people get inspired to do these things and what motivates them to keep going after many years and how they have to change things up from to keep themselves relevant. I think it's kind of interesting from that perspective. Now, with that being said, uh, Ron, are you slowly becoming a Lady Gaga fan? Are, are you keeping <laughs> that poker face? I, I will say that I would probably on Spotify be curious to listen to the new album now that I know the history behind it. Uh, but I don't know that I'm going to be like going to concerts and what have well, you. She, but, you know, uh, there are some songs that are, you know, more than just catchy. Some some of the, uh, I guess, the uh current songs they're actually you know decent and provide a positive message so yeah you know i'm not saying i'm on yeah. but you know what some of her yeah absolutely absolutely and uh and then she does this uh acoustic version on a piano of uh poker face oh no no bad romance i'm sorry in the thing and it's really good <laughs> uh so yeah just uh take a look at that one if you're interested and uh yeah that's it yeah that sounds good and who else? Who else saw something? I got to see the recent Mummy reboot with uh, our favorite Tom Cruise. And uh, you know what? It wasn't as bad as Why? I thought it would be. Why did you I see like this? The, I like the, <laughs> I like the, the movie, original Mummy movie. So I'm I was curious to see how these new ones or whatever this reboot, what I wanted to see the direction it took. And you know what? It's not too bad. It wasn't the worst thing I saw out there. It actually had some interesting ideas. Um, but it definitely doesn't have the charm of the original. What made the uh, originals with Brendan Fraser, uh, the first two specifically, is that it had a, it was very campy and had a lot of like 
charm to it because it was so campy and didn't take itself too seriously. It was very tongue in cheek. This one, it, it it still had a it had humor in it, but it, just something I don't know. Something there was just, it seemed it tried to be too gritty, but had humor in it compared to uh, losing the whole camp factor. But uh, with that said, this one is interesting in that it's trying to start a shared universe. I guess it's called the Dark Universe, where um, I'm assuming there's going to be sequels or other monster movies, uh, Dracula or Frankenstein. I don't know what which ones, but they're all going to be tied together in the shared world. Um, so you're most likely going to see these characters again in another one, if they continue it. I think this movie bombed, so I'm not sure if they're going to go that direction. Yeah, it bombed terribly. I was going to ask you, like, do you even think that they're going to follow through with it? Because this was a huge disaster. Yeah, I, I mean, it leaves off in a way where it... Um, it leaves open to that, but I'm, I don't, I wouldn't doubt it if they don't make another one. But it'll be interesting to see because how it ends is is pretty interesting. That's probably the best part of it. But overall, the same concept of the original movies: uh, some cursed or lady in the past uh, did something bad, got cursed, got mummied, and then she gets awakened in the present to wreak havoc. But overall, I had a good time. It was it was fun. I wouldn't say it's a good movie at all, but if you have uh, nothing else to do and just curious about it, definitely check it out. I think Russell Crowe's in it too. So, um, yeah, he's definitely in that. Or if you have a movie pass. Oh, yeah, if you have a movie pass. That well, that reminds me uh, when I went with you guys for the movie, I had to pay $15 for the ticket. And this was during the week. I'm talking about a Thursday. And I was like, this is the last straw. I signed up for movie pass immediately that night. Um, I'm glad I waited because I got into the website no problem and I jumped right in. But what's unfortunate, I guess, is that you have to wait for the card to be sent to you, so I can't use it immediately. So I'm I'm still checking my mail for that. But I will be on board with this movie pass uh, as soon as it comes in. Awesome, man. That's good to hear. Good to hear. Yep. All right. Well, let's get into some TV stuff. Uh, I got a chance to watch South Park of the new season. I think I watched about two episodes of the current season. Uh, one thing that I'll say is that it does continue its uh, tradition that it's currently been doing of telling a continuous story or the episodes sort of reference each other. And uh, it started out with uh, these uh, like protesters about uh, like white supremacy, and but they were protesting uh, Siri and the Alexa voice, you know, boxes as they were taking their jobs. It was kind of interesting. Uh, and then in the second one, it kind of continues with uh, Cartman and the girlfriend that he got from uh, either last season or the one before that and kind of how he's uh, really not happy with the situation. So um, it's it's interesting given the climate that we're in. Sometimes I don't find the stuff that they – that it's hard to laugh about things that are going on in our society – at times, but it has some good moments, and I'm going to continue to watch it to see where it goes. Uh, did you guys, any of you, get a chance to watch this current season of South Park? Me, not as of yet. Okay. Did you watch the last one? By I chance? watched the last one, but not this one yet. Okay. I've stopped watching since like what season ten, so I got a lot of catching up to do, bro. Well, I, I think it's worth doing from when they started to tell. A uh, continuous story, and I think it might have been one with the console war one, Mondo, which I think you you would totally appreciate. Uh, I think it was with the uh, PC was... principal one. PC principal, no, but uh, it was uh, the console that. one was before that. No, I know, but that. I think... it was the it was the election one uh, where they elected the duck or whatever. Hmm. I believe. Yeah, yeah it might have it might have been both those things, but 
I think it PC was Pro? like the console wars and then PC principle. Um, and then this current one, but, uh, yeah, so I, you wouldn't need to go too far back if you want to see kind of what they're doing with this continuous story. So it's kind of interesting. Um, well, what else have you guys been watching? Well, you know, last night was the, uh, season finale of, uh, Rick and Morty. You know, it's a shame. It's, it's such a well-written show, uh, well thought out. Um, last episode, just as funny as the rest. Um, but unfortunately, because of the, uh, you know, whatever, you know, internal, you know, I'm not sure if it was bickering or just, you know, what, uh, pressure for the new season to come out, um, there was 14 original planned episodes for this season, but we only got 10. Um, you know what? The last episode for this season just kind of leaves you wanting more. It's just like a good setup, uh, <laughs> especially towards the end credit scene, which I, I don't want to give out too much. But they were just kind of trolling some of these uh, <laughs> people on the Internet who were just kind of like blasting the creators. Like, oh, when are you going to get the next episode? So they, they, they kind of like, you know, jab at their own uh you know, at their own audience there. But overall, such an awesome episode. Laughed out loud. And now we're going to have to wait maybe until next summer, hopefully, for season four. So that was awesome. Highly recommend Rick and Morty. I agree. Uh, all right, James, I saw here that you saw Inhuman. Please tell me you went to the IMAX special screening of this. <laughs> I didn't even know it went to theaters because it didn't. It was on TV when they showed. Uh, yeah, I think it was one of those Fathom events. Yeah, I don't. September you know what 1st, I mean? Like it was like yeah. yeah, it was like it wasn't even uh, advertised as well. You would have to go to a movie to find find the information. Interesting. Well, either way, I don't think I would have had a good time in the, in the theater. <laughs> uh, the first. It, it, they aired the first two episodes, and it, it's very not good at this point. Not to say that's not going to get better. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of had a similar uh, shaky start. But um, this one, I think they didn't do a good job of executing a setup for these characters and uh, their main you know, story, what they're going to tell. And it's very... It feels very cheap, like uh, even less than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where the effects look very crappy, the fight scenes editing. I don't know. It seems like maybe they rushed uh, rushed out this, this particular two episodes. It, it, it kind of was one arc uh, in the first two episodes. But I'm willing to, to give it a chance. It's only eight episodes this season. Uh, so hopefully maybe they find their footing uh, after the, these first two. But, man, it's not looking good as of right now. I'm looking way, way more forward to the x-men show that's going to prepare premiere tonight so we'll see how that goes as well and another thing i was uh watching is this netflix uh original called american vandals it's fun it's a very i enjoy this one quite a lot it's very funny it's basically kind of a a satire on um kind of the true crime documentaries it's very kind of like making a murderer but this one's uh totally a work of fiction about this guy who is being accused of drawing dicks on cars. <laughs> and then basically it goes through the whole process of like finding the clues, uh, you know, showing each side of how this guy can be the person, how it's not uh, very entertaining. Um, and if you're into that type, definitely give it a shot. Uh, especially if you've seen recently, like making a murder or any true crime, it, you would appreciate it a little bit more because they do very similar things, and you kind of get invested into it as well because it's still a mystery, and you kind of are curious to see how it turns out. Uh, highly recommend that. And if I didn't mention, is this comedic, it is comedic. Okay, that's what I was like, huh? 
guy drawing penises on cars. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And how long are the episodes? Uh, they're only 30 minutes. So it's short. Okay, so that you can breeze right. through it. Yeah, I might, I might check that um, out. And another thing I would recommend, I know I spoke about it last week, is Star Trek Discovery. I had a third episode last week, or I'm sorry, yesterday. And uh, it's still holding its quality. So give it a shot if uh, people are into sci-fi. Yeah, but I absolutely want to see it. But just the way they're handling this with really trying to milk you to get the CBS subscription... From what I understand, they aired the original pilot, which was a huge cliffhanger. And then you had to see the conclusion on the CBS uh, network. Mm -hmm. And uh, then on top of that, they're going to be breaking up the season into two. Um, And so you even you can't complete the season until like January or something like that. So what I think I'm going to do is wait till the whole thing ends. I absolutely want to watch this. Go get a one month pass and just binge it, and I'm done with it. <laughs> that works. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're going to uh, keep our news section short. Just it had been really hard to keep up with so many uh, different news items, and we just figured we would each bring one piece of news to the uh, table here. So let me start out with mine, guys. And uh, last week, Nintendo announced that the Wii Shop. It's going to be closing the Wii Shop channel, I should say, and it will close on January thirtieth, twenty nineteen. Now, what's notable about this is that they had accumulated a huge library of uh, virtual console games that didn't quite make their way to the Wii U or even the three DS, and forget about it on the Switch because it's what are they even doing with virtual console? So. I'm going to send you guys this link of this list here. This list is a list of games that have, that will not be making the transition because you know how some games they have done on Wii U um, and, or on 3DS channel, but there's a good solid list of classic games. And I just wanted to give like a public service announcement. I know the Wii U is an old console. I'm sorry. The Wii is a very old console. But if you still hung on to your Wii U, I got mine from Rooney, thank you. Um, you can go into the Wii Shop channel and get these games. And a couple of notable ones is Chrono Trigger. This is the where you can get one of the cleanest versions, uh, which was not included in the SNES Classic, uh, unfortunately. Uh, that's a big one because the PlayStation 1 had notorious uh, load times. And uh, not everyone will have that 3DS one, which was a, a actually it was a regular DS one, which was a really good one. And Castlevania Rondo of Blood, that's another one. A ton of uh, oh Final Fantasy three that did make it to the SNES Classic, and a ton of uh, Neo Geo games, real ports of the Neo Geo games. So anything out here that jumps out at you guys that you think that uh, you might want to pick up? I don't have a Wii, so probably not any of them. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> yeah, so I don't have one, but I'm looking at the King of Fighters. I would get 94 through 97, Last Blade one and two. Uh, you know, wow, Revenge of Shinobi, that's awesome. Now, Last Blade two, you can pick up. I do want to give that credit on a PSN, and you can play online with it, so that's worth picking up, and it goes on sale quite frequently. Um, yeah, but this it's just a ton of good games, and you know, I don't know what they're doing. Maybe that's the time when they're ready to launch out their new subscription service and everything here is re-added. I don't know, but uh, it's sad to see such classic games just go away. Yeah, it's Pokemon true. Puzzle Wing. 
You know, and you know, and I say this, and I think I might have bought like three Virtual Console games. Um, and the, the the thing was is that I always knew that those things were locked, and I guess that's what you should know about this if you're going to buy these is they're locked to that console, and it's not until the Switch does your purchases are account based, and anything you buy will be kept there. So that's just something that was unfortunate, and I didn't want to get too invested in a collection there. But if you do plan on keeping your console for a long time, then you can have a nice library with you. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, and you got until January 30th, 2019. So we got some time here, but it's just something that had made the news. 2019. In the I'm going to throw something at you guys because you guys think I'm full of hate. Well, it seems, and this is coming from Screen Rant, guys, that your favorite Autobot, yes, Optimus Prime, is making a return for the Bumblebee spinoff movie. So, I am not excited, but I'm just throwing that news out there for anybody who is a big fan of these uh, Transformer movies. I am a big fan of the animated cartoons back in the 80s. my childhood has been destroyed. Thank you, Michael Bay. Um, so just putting that out there, everybody. Like, what are your thoughts? Are you guys going to go see this Bumblebee hey, spin-off with uh, John like, Cena? That doesn't change it. If it's their terrible movies, they're terrible movies. They destroyed it. Just, <laughs> I can't even sleep at night. Well, I, for one, am open to giving the Bumblebee movie a chance due to the fact that it's not directed by Michael Bay. It may have the same design, whatever, but I, it is actually going to be directed by the Kubo and the Two Strings director, and that was a great movie. So I have a slight hope that it might at least be better than anything of the last three or four Michael Bay movies that are produced. And also has your boy, John Cena, yeah, as, a, as the main character. So even more hype, right? There you oh, go, man. man. Well, and it's also a rumor that his counterpart or his uh, nemesis the rock might be joining him in the bumblebee spinoff what? yeah it's what? a it's a it's like a it's it's just a rumor at this point but uh they're trying to see if they can try to snag him into so it. i'll be ready for the wrestlemania uh, rubber match then yep. <laughs> right <laughs> um i don't know even though this other guy's directing it you don't think that uh, michael bay from a producing aspect is going to be very much controlling of the direction of this mm, nah because like Spielberg's technically a producer on all these, and yeah. I don't think he has put much input into it other than funding it. Has he, has he been credited since the first one? Uh, that's a good point. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know, it could be one of those situations like uh, Star Wars where it's like, hey, you don't get with this program of how we want to handle Transformers, you're, you're off this movie. <laughs> yep. Nope. You see my friends <laughs> over here? These awards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James, do you got a new story for us? Uh, Yes, Rockstar just came out with a brand new Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer. And boy, was it awesome. Uh, It announced a tentative date of spring 2018, but uh, let's not put Rockstar to that because they never... They tend to delay their games even with a date. So, uh, but what they have shown has been just... Nothing but amazing. They're like next to uh, Naughty Dog in terms of just sheer quality of level of attention to detail. And just. Gra- and this is an open world. This is probably one of the best graphics that I've seen so far, uh, especially with the facial animation and all that stuff. But I am 
extremely hyped. It seems like it's a prequel uh, from what I get at, and it looks like there's multiple main characters. So um, we'll see how that goes, but this is probably one of the biggest games that I'm looking forward to. And I, I personally feel that the first game was Rockstar's best game. So I didn't see this trailer, but it, it is an automatic day one purchase for me. I love the first game. And uh, I want to ask you guys this question. You know, it's going to have 100% guarantee without me even knowing it. It's going to have some type of a persistent online mode like GTA 5 does and continues to have these extra long legs. But do you think that it will have that same level of popularity months, years after this game has been released? Uh, because it's a Western ultimately. And I don't think that appeals to everyone. Whereas it's a modern time, it's a city and a GTA 5. And that has a lot more uh, appeal broad broadly. So do you think it will have the same legs as GTA 5? Uh, I wouldn't want to be like, you know... Uh... Billy the Kid, Jesse James, be an authentic outlaw out in the Midwest, you know? If it was me, I wish I could be like a, the, those outlaws, but I'd rather be the uh, the lawman, kind of like a, a Wyatt Earp, so to speak, just kind of killing these guys. Because you want to be right. the damsel in distress. <laughs> that too, that too. <laughs> no wonder I'm not wearing a bustle. But uh, anyways, it, it looks amazing. I think it will appeal to... Not everybody, like you said, Ron, but I think it will have good standing legs. I mean, like you guys said, it's going to have like this amazing open world and they just keep adding to that uh, to that realm. You can see a lot of big things. And I think you will, especially with Rockstar at the helm with this game. Yeah, they tend to put out uh, quality. And uh, I do agree with Ron in that it will probably get just as high critical praise in terms of sales Probably, we won't know, but I'm pretty sure it's going to sell well, but in terms of the long-term thing, because I don't think anything's going to catch up to uh, GTA Five at this point. It's the number one selling game of all time uh, as of yeah. right now. So uh, we'll, I doubt it's going to get there. Uh, maybe in GTA Six, um, that's going to happen. But I think as a critical praise, it's probably going to be the best one. All right, well... Let's get into some video games, guys. Uh, James, what have you been playing? Um, I've been playing this new game on the Nintendo Switch called Golf Story. Uh, think of it kind of like a Mario Golf game mixed with Earthbound, uh, where it uh, has light RPG elements. Uh, and I quite enjoy it. It's a fun little game for me to take around and just ca- ca- you know ca- casually play and uh, get through. It even has its own quick play where it's just strictly the golf segments so if you want to just do mario golf without the rpg elements but highly recommend it uh it's only 15 bucks what a great deal for this for such a uh value um i like these arcadey golf games uh hot shots uh i don't even know what else is there <laughs> mario golf um power shots golf on the power shots golf and uh them adding a little story it's it has a lot of charm to it and uh Quite enjoy it. It has a cool take on how they do things in in an RPG. It's it's very very inspired by JRPGs, but it's not. It's made by uh, I guess indie developers here in America, but they do their own little touch that makes it uh, exciting and and very easy to understand and uh, a cool style alongside with it. You know, I would say it has kind of an appeal of Pokemon in terms of that Pokemon like RPG light element. Uh, but with the gameplay of Mario Golf. So highly recommend it if you have a Switch and it's only 15 bucks. Can't hurt with that. I don't have a Switch, 
But when you showed me the trailer, when we uh, right before we saw the movie It, uh, man, I was hooked. You know me. I, I love those golf games. Yeah. And from that trailer, dude, uh, hands down, I want to get a Switch, just not right now. Saving up for the Xbox One. Uh, once that's done, once I'm done uh, getting the Xbox One, dude, I'm definitely going to get a Switch. I'm definitely going to get Golf Story. It looks fun. I love golf games. And with the RPG elements, I, I just want to see what they do with it. Another thing, Mondo, uh, speaking of that, whenever you do get the Switch, um, uh, Stardew Valley is coming out on the Switch on Thursday. <laughs> so that's like the, probably the best uh, format uh, portable to play anywhere now that you could take it anywhere. So uh, that... I really look forward to it. And that's also 15 bucks when it comes out. So. That is awesome. A, there will be a library for like you when you get it. Three all nighters for that game. <laughs> right. I remember your streams where you had like <laughs> yeah. a good like ten hour session. For that Dude, stuff. Time goes by so quick, wow. man. You, I know that like, game. Yeah, so relaxing. And then and then now you could take it anywhere. So I guess if you're at work or when you're in your eight hour line for PWG, there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, guys. Well, um, I was playing with James just now. Uh, we were trying out Fortnite. The What's it called? Battle Royale mm-hmm. um, edition of the game. Man, uh, you know, it's still in the beta process. Uh, so there was a, you know, a lag issue. Definitely lag. Yep. <laughs> a lot of lag, to be honest. But you know what? It is a great game. If you can get rustle up your friends, do the party chat, get in a group of four. This game is a lot of fun. Our first game, we kind of went in there. We got shot up. Coordination needs a lot of work, but overall, this is a lot of fun. And from what James has said, this is kind of resembling a player unknown's battlegrounds. You know what? I'm actually hyped for that game now too, James. So I'm gonna continue playing Fortnite until PUGB comes yeah, out. The more serious <laughs> version of the game. Yeah, yeah, because so, there's nothing like this style of game on consoles. So this is a good like introductory to that. And as you can see, when we were playing with uh, two other guys there, uh, we were playing with Kevin and Jesus. Uh, such so much shenanigans and like uh, like moments that can happen that you don't expect while playing this yeah, game. So. It's all about my moment where they yeah. pretty much got you got your health down. They're about to finish you off. So instead of me being the you know best teammate in the world, uh, I hit the building button. So instead of pulling out my gun and starting to shoot, I'm building this false wall and I get, you know, I get demolished. I get like a well, team killed. Well, to set that up too beforehand, like Mondo scouted out this little town <laughs> in the house and um, me and no, that, the two other guys were on the way to beating Mondo. And Mondo's like, yeah, everything's clear. I got you covered. <laughs> like, you know, uh, every, everything is uh, is good. It's, there's nobody in the houses. And then like, okay. And then we, by the time we got there, we got into the first house that we saw. There's two dudes camping in there. And like, I didn't even get to fire once. And I lost like my rare item or my rare weapon that I had that I looted. And uh, <laughs> thanks, Mondo. <laughs> the, no, that was the first go around. That was the first go around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but so much like yeah. unique uh, moments yeah. <laughs> that can happen in this game. And like the, the weird sense of tenseness because you don't know when you go into these buildings. If there's going to be people in there. If you We have to close all the doors if you hear anything, if it's, if it's us or them. A lot yeah, of potential. Like, and I can't wait for actual Battlegrounds where it's a little bit more legit, where, you know, uh, it seems to be more realistic in terms of its... Uh, uh, gunplay and things of that nature. So very hyped for that game. That's probably my most hyped game or ex- anticipated game for this particular year. Highly suggest if you guys are out there just streaming for fun. Highly recommend you guys stream this. 
Uh, yeah, it's a fun streaming get, game. <laughs> it's a fun streaming game. Uh, the commotion, the communication between the teams, it's really, really funny. And if you just don't care, you guys can talk about anything, and it's just funny with your friends. Yeah, it's because you can, you can it's, just eat. <laughs> it's fun even when like you die, because when you die in this game, you are you can still communicate. You yeah, you're not um you you there's no response. You die. You're dead. You're dead from the game. Uh, but when you're spectating your friends, it's such hilarity when you scream direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you confuse. You can, we're confusing our teammates, and uh, but we're trying to help out. But um, what a good time! What a good time! Yes. yes and yes. It, and it's free, so it's, that's the best yep. uh, part about best it. Part. All right, uh, and I got a chance. I only played one match of this, but I just wanted to comment on it, which was Pinball FX Three. Um, I don't know why this needed to come out because they had a Pinball FX for the current generation system, which was Pinball FX 2. Um, but it, the graphics do appear to be nicer. Um, and what they did in the past is they let a lot of the tables carry over from Pinball FX 1 at the time. And for me, that allowed a lot of games to import in. However, when I looked at my list, uh, now granted, I didn't buy a lot in Pinball FX 2. I was mostly going off of my carried over tables. Uh, and at this point, only one carried over. Uh, and so, and it might have been even the sample table. So unfortunately, I didn't, it didn't carry over for me. But you can purchase like all the Star Wars tables, all the Marvel ones. And uh, they have this one Back to the Future table, which you guys are interested in pinball. It looks like it's a cool one. And so I might... Uh, pay up for these and i might wait for them to go on sale but i definitely want to check this out i hear that battle to the future one has uh, all three movies tables or something like that i was listening to that on the catcast that it lets you play tables based on the different movies uh of back to the future and the different time and that's for one purchase so or is, is that how does that work um i don't know if it, there's definitely a bundle but i don't know if you can purchase them one by one i do i do think it's a bundle and it might be like 10 bucks for, for like four tables or something like that and then they have the Marvel ones and all that stuff. So um, if you're into pinball, this is definitely a cool game. Uh, you know, you never will compete with the worldwide score table. But if you have friends who pick this up, uh, you have on your friends, it's nice to compete against their scores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess for me, next up, look, unfortunately, guys, I'm a Destiny guy. And unless I hear some show feedback that tells me, uh, please stop talking about Destiny. This is what I play. So, uh, you yeah, know, I don't James have a lot a more. Account. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't have a lot more to, to say about it. But I will say this. Um, one thing that I have noticed in both Mondo and Friend of the Show Rooney is that they seem to have gotten burnt out on this fairly quickly. And I think here's the difference. In Destiny 1, there wasn't an easy path to get into the top level, light level. And we had to wait months. And in the meantime, we were just figuring out how this works. And everything has been streamlined. And we as veterans of the series know exactly what it takes to rank up to the top. And whereas some of the more casual people are still working their way through it, we're damn near the top light level without having even run the raid in the first place. And so I can see them being like, well, what do I have to work for? Everything, I'm at the top already. Um, And Rooney says he's done until the new expansions come out and I see Mondo's interest waning as well. Uh, I'm still on board. I even like got another character to level 20. Um, but I could see those concerns and, uh, yeah, Mondo, what do you think about that? Well, Uh, am I right in my analysis there? Well, I wasn't really waning. I just kind of wanted to take a break, uh, 
from our usual like uh, group to be honest with you uh, I just kind of wanted to step back because like you said we, we got there uh, we did everything too quickly I felt that if we did any more we're just going to phase this game out and just kind of like what Rooney's doing right now is just waiting until the DLC to actually do something um, I, here's the mistake I, I feel that they made uh, you know what it's fine you want to appeal to the casuals get them to the uh, light level great no problem that that's fine the aspect is the raid came out too soon so you had a bunch even including myself we grinded the the heck out of the game uh reached a you know power level that was suited for the raid but then once you do the raid like you said uh it's done and like you said everything is streamlined so when i looked at a video and i actually did last week the raid gear doesn't even help you again this does not help you uh, complete the raid or have any certain advantage, advantages to the current raid that we're in right now, as opposed to the previous raids where, look, you got weapons that'll help you with the raid so you can complete it quicker. Um, you can use these weapons outside the game and they'll have elemental damage for primaries. You don't see that anymore. So right now it's just, well, I did the raid. Fine. What else is there to do? To be honest with you, there really isn't anything. The faction, uh, what is that? Uh, and that faction rally, I believe Correct. it was. Faction that was rally, that, that's currently going on right now. It's going to end, I believe, tomorrow at 10 a.m. Um, not so fun. Uh, again, it's like, hey, we got a little something for you. Do it for the week. Grind, grind, grind. And it, it's... I don't like the fact that at the end of the week, whichever you know faction is popular, you're going to get their, their, their weapon of choice. Well, right now, you know, Dead Orbit's going to win by a landslide. Well, what's that to say? Like, hey, it's not going to happen every other time. So you're just going to keep joining these factions. I see a little little bit of an issue there. Uh, just stick with the regular factions like in Destiny 1, if you like them so much. Well, you could still buy the weapon, to be fair. It just costs you significantly more glimmer. It'd be like 50000 as opposed to $1,000. Uh, but you can still do it. When? Because I've already contributed. Uh, so this will be when the reset hits this week. It will be the, quote, victory week. And then that's when you can buy. They'll well, announce the winners, and that's when you can buy. You could the always price. max out at ninety nine. Like after like exactly, so you hits. can get it, all of them. Then then there's no point. Then why even again? <laughs> to my point, then why? It's just not, fun. It's just it's something fun to do. When you can just be like, oh, I'm just gonna wait a week, then buy the weapon that I want, and so it's it, it, to me, it's just not. It's not something I want to go back into. See, that's the problem. It was like the other things that brought us back into it was because hey, we want to do the raids. We want to get the raid gear because it'll. It'll improve our chances in completing the raid faster, easier, and it'll, you know, ease our minds a bit. But no, we don't even see that. It's just cosmetic. There's nothing to get back into. So it's just like, you know what? I'm burnt out. That's not the way they should have done things. They're, they they want a different crowd, which is fine. But in the end, for the hardcore players, it's like, why am I even playing this? Yeah. Uh, James, did you end up passing it at least? The uh, campaign? I, did you finally yeah, get Yeah, Mondo helped me beat the game. Okay. And what did you think now having finished the campaign? Uh, the story is still nonsense, but the campaign's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, James. Um, uh, yes. Did you ever want to try PvP just once? Uh, I did already multiple times. Oh, I'm not a fan of it. It's okay. okay. It's okay. It's not bad. Um, but I, if I were to play a PvP game, I wouldn't choose this one. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Well, James, we will welcome you back when the expension, when the expension comes out. 
All right. Well, um, that's going to do it for us, guys. Please give us any show feedback. We always want this show to improve. Something you like, something you don't like. And give us a rating on iTunes or Google Play. It would very much help us out to grow this show. Uh, anything else you guys want to add? Um, so, you know, just like in the beginning of the show, part of my dark humor, that's just who I am. But in all seriousness, our thoughts and wishes and prayers go out to the families that have been affected by the Las Vegas shooting over the weekend. It's a terrible tragedy. Uh, things like that should not happen. Again, thoughts and prayers go out to all those affected. And you know what? We will get through this. We are a strong people. And, you know, just help your fellow man. If you know anyone or anyone close to you, if they need help, you know what? Just holler, help them out. And um, yeah, man, uh, you know, guys, be safe out there. And um, yeah, let's all be better people. Yep. Yep. And uh, similarly, uh, donate to uh, some Red Cross funds if you want to help out the people in Puerto Rico, because there's a large percentage of people, uh, like close to 50%, that do not have power still or access to clean water. So yeah. lots of things going on the country oh. and around the uh, world, you know, in Mexico, Puerto Rico, you know, just to name a few, but you know, guys, just uh, like James said, let's just be better people. And uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Good night guys. Bye.